Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What's up? It is Winning Cures Everything. This is the AFC South and the NFC South preview show. Hold up. All right, all right. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. (sighs) You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. If you think we got stuff right, if you think we got it wrong, tell us your thoughts in the comments section. We'd love to hear from you, and we will actually comment back. So keep that in mind when you are trying to trash talk. Anyway, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you would, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a nice five-star review. Share the show out. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on all your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Gary WCE. I'm at Chris B. Giannini. And the show is at Winning Cures. You can also get us on Facebook. You can find all of this over at winningcureseverything.com. The show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can find information on all six of their incredible sports books over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more about that in the description below. You ready to fire into this? Come on. First team up. The Houston Texans, 11-5 and five last year. They won the division. To win the division this year, they are plus 300. Their strength of schedule projected this year is the number one most difficult schedule in the NFL. Their turnover margin last year, they were second in the NFL at plus 13. They were a top five team as far as turnover luck is concerned. If you want to know more about that, go check out Warren Sharp, any, any number of analytics sites. That will explain what turnover luck is. Over under eight and a half this year. They are plus 110 to go over, minus 130 to go under. As far as yards per play, they were number 17 in the league last year, averaged 5.5 yards per play. On defense, they were number 12, averaged giving up 5.4 yards per play. Head coach is Bill O'Brien. He calls the plays for the offense. Their offense coordinator is Tim Kelly. He was the tight ends coach. He got bumped up. Uh, they signed quarterback A.J. McCarron as a backup, and they signed left tackle Matt Khalil on defense. They've got Romeo, uh, Romeo Cornell back as defensive coordinator. They signed cornerback Bradley Roby. They signed uh, free safety to Sean Gibson. Uh, they drafted cornerback Lonnie Johnson Jr. from Kentucky. They are a projected favorite in seven games. 
Now, the defense got a little bit younger. They lost Kareem Jackson, a few other guys. Uh, offense, still running with Deshaun Jackson. Still got, uh, uh, you know, the kid from Texas. What, what, what was his name? Uh, who, am I, who am I thinking? I don't know who you're talking about. I know they've got Hopkins. Back. Oh, Lamar Miller. No, no, no. Uh, uh, well, they got, they just traded for Duke Johnson. No, they let Foreman go. They just traded for Duke Johnson. Did they? Yep. Foreman's wow. now with the Colts. How crazy is that? Okay. Hey, this is nuts. I, I should I should really do no, that's cool. last minute Well, stuff. all this happened last week. So, so yeah. We're we'll recording this on August 11th. August 11th, yes. So, I, with, with the number one strength of schedule projected, and the fact that turnover regression will occur, this is a pretty average team. They're a projected favorite in seven games. I have them eight and eight. I have them eight and eight as well. Okay, okay. Tell me, tell me what you think about them. I mean, what's like JJ Watt? He'll stay on the field this year, I would imagine, right? Uh, maybe. Um, I mean, I, I'll tell you. I mean, Clowney is their best rusher. I mean, Watt gets yeah. all the praise and all the glory and all the credit. Um, he's the face of the team, but but I think their best defensive player is Clowney. Um, yes. Honey Badger. They got younger. Um, I think this defense is going to be good. I think Romeo Cornell. The reason they are so good. At, at turnover margin, I'll know a lot of it is luck in, in the stats that, that that are out there, but but they're a ball hawking team. Romeo Cornell has a very aggressive style of defense that he calls, yes. and it works. It works really well for him. I think adding offensively Duke Johnson, because Lamar Miller is not. I think Lamar Miller is the definition of eight and eight. I think he's the definition <laughs> of a very. He's not going to fumble the ball. He's he's not going to lead the league in rushing. Duke Johnson gives them a level of explosiveness that Deontay Foreman never could. Um, he's he's worlds better. They've improved there. Um, Hopkins stay healthy. I think he's going to be a stud. Hey, yeah, I, he always is. And then they got uh, Kiki and um, um, Fuller. I think the offense is going to be good. Bill O'Brien, yeah, he he might be predictable. The offensive line still really bad. But I think this team is going to win some games. I think they're going to be eight and eight. I don't know that they're going to win eleven again, but I think eight and eight might be good enough in the AFC to compete for a wild card. It puts them in the running. It might yeah. not win a wild card spot, but it's going to put them in the running for it. Yeah, I can understand that. I can understand that. Uh, let's move on from the Texans. The Indianapolis Colts, ten and six last year, bounced back with Andrew Luck coming back to win the division this year. They are minus one twenty-five. They are the favorites. Strength of schedule, number 16. So right dead in the middle. Uh, turnover margin, they were number 13 last year. They were plus two. Over under is nine and a half. The juice on that to go over is minus 150. To go under is plus 130. They are a projected favorite in nine games this year. So that's where the nine, of course, comes from. Uh, total yards per play, they were number 11 on offense last year. Average 5.8 yards per play on defense, number nine. They gave up. 5.4. That's where this team made a big difference is on defense. Defensive, uh, defensive coordinator Matt Eberflus signed uh, defensive end Justin Houston. They drafted cornerback Rocky Sin from Temple. But other than that, like they, they really didn't do anything to their starting lineup. Right, that, Their defense is set. Uh, on offense, of course, Frank Reich, offensive guy from Philly. Offensive coordinator is Nick Sirianni. They signed wide receiver Devin Funches. Uh, to replace Moncrief, they drafted wide receiver Paris Campbell, who I think is going to be great from Ohio State. Look, I've got this team at ten and six again. 
I think as long as you've got a healthy Andrew Luck, and there's, of course, concern about his calf and everything else, um, I think the running game is good. I think the team itself is really good. I think Frank Reich is a great head coach. I think so, too. This general manager and head coach combination has improved this team so much in just two years. Yeah. It's rare to see that. The Browns have done it with with uh, with what they've done. This organization has done it, too. Yeah. And, and, I mean, they went from being soft in the trenches in both sides of the line to, to being one of the toughest – these guys have built offensive linemen. They've drafted offensive linemen, and they are bullies now. Man, they used to be cupcakes. They were so soft. Every team in the league could come in with a with a mediocre front seven and push them around. Andrew Luck was getting beat up like nobody else's business. Now it's just not happening. They have an identity that is different than everybody else, which is we're just going to be tougher in the trenches, I, I like this team. I like what they're doing. I got them 11 wins. I think they're going to be a game better than what they were last year. 11 wins. It, I think they win the division, and and I, I just don't see anybody else in this division close to them. I think I, the I, gap I think between talent and the organizations, the way these four teams are ran, all three of them are going in different directions. And, and, and the Colts are, are going in the opposite direction of up. Do you have any concerns about Luck and, and the calf stuff? Not at all. You don't think so? No. Okay. He's been around long enough. He doesn't need to take a snap in preseason. Okay. I mean, this, okay. Is, this is not – now, if we were a week from, from playing, yeah, it, it'd be a little bit of concern. It's we're, August we're still 11th. still a month out. Yeah. Cool. But we got a month to go. No, I'm not concerned at all. Okay. Okay. Moving on, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Five and eleven last year, coming off of uh, basically an AFC championship, I guess appearance. Right, they they lose to the Patriots there. Uh, to win the division this year, they are plus five hundred. Their strength of schedule, number ten. Uh, turnover margin, they were thirtieth last year. That is third worst at minus twelve. Head coach is Doug Maroney. Uh, we liked him when he got hired uh, midseason a couple of years ago. Eight wins is the over under. Plus 100 is the juice on the over. Minus 120 is the juice on the under. As far as yards per play, number 30 in the league on offense last year. Averaged 4.8 yards per play. Their offensive coordinator, they have hired Minnesota OC John DiFilippo. They signed quarterback Nick Foles. They got rid of Blake Bortles. They drafted right tackle Jawan Taylor from Florida. On defense, they were number five in the league. We, we talked about... You know, uh, maybe they're not as good as they they were. It was it was mainly offense last year. Oh no, the offense, offense was turning terrible. the ball over, offense um, not being able to produce anything really. Defensive coordinator is Todd Walsh. They signed linebacker Jake Ryan. They drafted linebacker defensive end Josh Allen from Kentucky, who I really think might have been the best player in the draft. Yep, I mean he's he's that unbelievable. I completely agree with that. They are a projected favorite in only three games this year. I think they're they're going to win more than that. I've got them at seven and nine. I trust Maroney as a head coach. I like the team. Uh, they were really bad on offense last year. I think Foles makes less mistakes than Bortles did. Oh, not just um, less mistakes. He's going to make plays that Bortles I think, yeah, can't I think, make. I think he will make plays. Um, so I like Nick Foles here. I don't think that Foles turns them into a Super Bowl contender immediately. No, no, no. no. They've got growing to do. But. But I do like the moves that they made on defense. 
I like the the changing on offense. I don't know how much I trust DiFilippo as the offensive but, coordinator. But Doug Marone's gonna gonna call plays. Um, but no, DiFilippo's calling plays. Mm. That's what they say. I know. I mean, we'll see. I'll be so, shocked if that happens. DiFilippo I, got fired last year in the middle of the season. Yeah, I've, so I've I, got him at seven and nine. Okay, so this is one of those weird situations. If you watched our other previews, I brought this up at least once. Fill out a little graph, shows you all the games. I literally fill this thing out, wins and losses, teams I think will win a game, teams I think I don't win a game, whatever. Don't look at the record. When I'm completely done with all 32 teams, I write down how many wins a team has, how many teams will This is not a good science. It's a terrible way to do this. I think this team's going to be an 8-8 eight eight team. I, I believe they're right there in the mix of every game. I don't think they get blown out a lot. I think they're a well-coached team. I think they're going to play hard. I think they're run, they've boosted that offensive line. I think Leonard Fournette has a healthy year, and, and, and he's older. He's more mature. He's, he's showing up for training camp. And he looks great. He dropped some weight. He's gotten faster. Like I like this team. My record that came out when I did my little Mickey Mouse science here was 5-11. and 11. I'm I'm a hundred percent positive. Hear me when I say this. I'm a hundred percent positive. They're going to be better than five and eleven. I just know how football works. I think these guys are good. Yeah, I do. So I have I have no idea what to give as my official pick. I'm probably going to go in the middle. I'll say seven and nine. I'm okay. going to I'm going to drop a game from what I thought because my little experiment. I mean, it's a, wasn't the science I wanted it to a, be. It's a difficult schedule. It's a tough schedule. It's but this is a tough team. Is a tough team. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, Tom Coughlin's still running this team. Yes. And that is, you might like him or hate him. He's a tough sob. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. So we both got seven and nine. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. That's my official pick. All right, seven and nine. That sounds good to me. Far cry from my signs. Yes. Well, I mean, they were five and eleven last year, so they wouldn't have been that I, crazy. But but I think this seems. I just think they're better this year. I think the defense is is significantly. Better than the offense, but I think the offense improves. I mean, as long as you're not number thirty in yards per play, like well, yeah, you they'll, be, they'll go up. They'll, yeah, you they'll go just up. be better. Moving on, the Tennessee Titans. That is our our home state team, I guess. Nine and seven last year, which is pretty good, right? I mean, for all the stuff that they lost and everything else, went like in the middle of the season, there was a lot of different stuff happening. Still went nine and seven. We're right there on the cusp of a playoff berth. Uh, we like head coach Mike Vrabel. Like to Vrabel win a lot. To win the division, they are plus 650. They are in dead last as far as favorites go. Strength of schedule is number seven this year. It's tough. Pretty tough schedule. Turnover margin, they were 21st. They were minus one last year. Uh, Blaine Gabbard had to play a lot, uh, and he did not help that. Um, Over-under is eight this year. Over, juice is plus 110. The under is minus 130. Total yards per play on offense, they were number 23 in the league. Average 5.3 yards per play on defense, number 7. Average 5.3 yards per play, so dead even there. Offensive coordinator this year is Arthur Smith, son of FedEx CEO, chairman, founder, whatever, um, Fred Fred Smith. Smith. They signed guard Roger Saffold. They signed wide receiver Adam Humphreys. They signed quarterback Ryan Tannehill. They drafted wide receiver A.J. Brown. They've got some talent at receiver. Yes. I mean, just offense in general, they've got players. That's right. True. Defense, they got players. 
Defensive end Cameron Wake they signed. They drafted defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons. He won't play this year, but uh, defense coordinator is Dean Pease. They are a projected favorite in only four games this year. They're an underdog in eight. They're a pick in four games. I like this team. I think that Mariota stays healthy this year. Even when he's not, I think Tannehill comes in. I liked Tannehill in Miami. I've got him at nine and seven. He's way better than Blaine Gabbert. Yes. So so when Mariota gets hurt, you just don't yeah. throw the season away. I think they're nine and seven this year. I don't know that that's a playoff team, but nine and seven, I think they stay about the same. Uh, I like this team. I think they're tough. I like Vrabel. I think he makes really good decisions. He understands how to work with the personnel that he's got. And this is a talented team. I, I like, thought I think this team is a lot like the Jaguars when I looked at it. I think they're going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. I know 8-8 eight and eight is just a cop-out record because um, it's just the way the NFL set up. I think they're actually going to be a little worse than that. I think they're going to struggle because – I have no idea what Smith is going to be like as an OC. I think these things matter. Vrabel's not going to be a lot of help with On the offense. offense. He's yeah. a defensive guy. I think he's a really good head coach. I, I don't – I think they underachieved last year because of offensive coaching. Yeah. I think we took a step backwards being the Titans in coaching well, it took, offensively. It took LaFleur a long time to figure out, oh, wait, we've got Derrick Henry in the backfield. Like, you remember the first six to eight games. Yeah, but if they try to do that for 16 games, Henry will be done by week five. Uh, but here's the thing. They got Deion Lewis. But they got other the guys The problem back is, there. is that's not what helped them do those things last year. Yeah. When Henry went off, Deion Lewis had like four touches in those games. Yeah. So it's just you got to find a way to make it all work, and the offense, the offensive coaching staff was not able to do that. I don't year. trust Smith. I'm I'm gonna say this team is a six and ten team. Six and, and that ten. hurts me. That hurts me. Well, I mean, the that schedule is really difficult. I think um, I think they're below my little science experiment where I did the schedule. I got them four twelve. I think they're whew. better than that because I think Vrabel Vrabel is going to make this team be better than that. Yeah, and they've got a lot of offensive talent. Yes, the, they do. The problem well, and is a lot of is, defensive talent. Like defense is. I'm not. Is, I'm not worried about their defense. That's the problem. Is that that doesn't concern me? I think their defense is going to be one of the. They just got to be able 10 to defense in yeah, the league. You just got to be able to score points. Offensively, they were terrible. Yeah. Can they be not terrible this year? We'll I see. I don't know. We will see. All right. As always, uh, you can go back and download the NFC North, AFC North podcasts or watch them on YouTube. The AFC East and NFC East were on Monday. We are, of course, on Wednesday. Now, let's move into the NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons. Seven and nine last year. Division championship odds plus three twenty. Their strength of schedule, fourth toughest schedule projected in the league. Turnover margin, they were fifteenth plus one, which is pretty good. Head coach Dan Quinn, he will be uh, calling plays on defense this year. He didn't like what happened the last couple of years, but since he's been in Atlanta, they haven't really had a good defense anyway. Yeah, um, they've struggled on defense. Yeah, they've Over, got a lot of talent on defense though. Yeah, they do. They, they should do. be better. Uh, now, of course, along with that, I mean, they were the eighth most injured defense in the league last year, fifth most injured secondary in the league, and that did not help things. Um, Over-under is nine. To go over is plus 105. To go under is minus 125. The offense was number four in yards per play last year. 
6.2 yards per play they averaged. That was under Steve Sarkeesian, who they let go. Uh, they have hired in offensive coordinator Dirk Cutter. Part of that reason is, while, while you think, oh, number four in yards per play, that's pretty good, right? They were a, a top 10 offense overall last year. But they were the 28th most efficient offense inside the 10, the 31st most efficient offense inside the 5. Uh, Dirt Cutter. They move the ball between the 20s pretty easily. Yes. Dirt Cutter needs to target Julio Jones more in the red zone. Period. Hey, I have a dude that's really big and really tall and really um, athletic and really fast. And don't even have him out there on some place. Yeah. They, they the targeted zone, they, him. They, they put him on the bench. He had three catches on seven targets inside the 10. They ran 73 plays inside the 10. It's, and they it's, only targeted it's him. It's criminal seven times. what they've done. It's just now, insane. I know the love is his overreaction because the first eight games, he had zero touchdowns. And that's criminal. Yeah. Second eight games, they did lead the league in touchdowns. Yeah. So, totally yards per play on defense, uh, number 27. They gave up 6.0 yards per play. Again, like I said, eighth most injured defense, fifth most injured secondary. They face four of the probable top 10 passing efficiency offenses. They need. The pass rush to improve. Uh, look, this schedule is just ridiculously difficult. We said the over-under is nine. They are a projected favorite in only six games. I like the Falcons. I think they will get better. Dirk Cutter, the last time that he was actually calling plays, number 24 in red zone efficiency. Now, I know that that's weird. You can't really compare him because he was at Tampa Bay. But just looking on pure raw numbers... It's not a big improvement, right? So we'll see because they, they haven't had any problem moving between the 20s like we talked about. So we'll see if they can get better when they are in scoring position. Uh, I've got this team at 8-8. Eight and eight. I know that the schedule is hard. I think that they are insanely talented. I think the pass rush uh, will be better this year. I, I like Atlanta, but I've got them at 8-8. Eight eight. I think this division is better. I, I think the schedule is hard. I don't know that I'm sold on on a lot of the the talent. Like like Matt Ryan's is a good quarterback. Nobody's going to deny that. He had an amazing MVP season with Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, he's never come close to replicating that after that. Is he a product of what Kyle was? I think I think there's some truth to that. Maybe. And I I just I think this team's going to take a step backwards from last year. I that, think that makes me wonder. Six and ten. That makes me wonder what you're going to think of. San Francisco when we do that tomorrow. And then, well, I mean, nothing too crazy, I assure you that. But, like, <laughs> here's here's the deal on, and I could be way wrong. There's, there's, uh, you know, obviously sports analysts. We listen to a lot of other podcasts and, and sports radio. A guy that I like to listen to, he has, he has the Falcons picked as his Super Bowl contender for and the there, for There's the NFC. some teams that I, and, and I, some guys and I think that. six and six, and I kind of was like, maybe I'll go seven and nine because. I value this guy's opinion, and I could be a game off. And I can't see nine and seven. I can't see ten and six. I just it's I've, I've got eight and eight, and and that maybe dirt cutter as an offensive mind does not scare me. No, I I, I really I value say, like, Dan Quinn as a head coach when he got the job, and I think he's a stable guy, and I think he's always going to be around that seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven guy. But I don't know that. I don't know that he's anything really to be feared either. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. We talked about the Falcons being number four in yards per play. Number two was Dirt Cutter's team. Yes. Tampa Bay. 
And but and, but it doesn't take into effect yards per play. Doesn't analyze picks. It, it doesn't analyze because efficiency it, it just it just calls that. it calls an interception an incompletion. Like Basically. my guy didn't catch the ball when we threw it. Well, that's, and that's all it does. But that's but, why we bring up turnover margin, et cetera. That's right. right. Because the three, in Tampa Bay, they yeah. they have a lot of yards. But Fitz and 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 Jameis threw the ball like crazy. The Sometimes three biggest, it went to the other well, team. The two biggest indicators for wins in the NFL are turnover margin, correct, and um, uh, early down success rate, correct, right. And and they were good on early downs, but just when you get into the red zone, they were a travesty last yeah. year. They just field goal goal. They yeah. can't they can't punch it in. You got that right. All right, moving on. Next up, the Carolina Panthers, seven and nine last year to win the division. The odds are plus four fifty this year. Strength of schedule the eighth most difficult in the league. Turnover margin, tied for 15th, along with the Falcons at plus one. Head coach is Ron Rivera. I think we like Ron. Right? I think we I think we like Ron Rivera. I do like Ron Rivera. Over-under is seven and a half. The juice on the over is minus 115. The juice on the under is minus 105. They signed on offense center Matt Paradis. They drafted left tackle Greg a little. They are trying to shore up that offensive line, try and protect uh, Cam Newton a little more. Defense, they signed defensive tackle Gerald McCoy. That was a big offseason acquisition. Uh, the defense was, we felt like, already pretty good. Correct. But last year, maybe not so much. They needed a little bit of help. They drafted defensive end Brian Burns from Florida State uh, in the first round. He will be expected to start immediately along with McCoy. Yards per play, they were number eight on offense last year. Five and, that's what, and that's what Cam missing time. Yeah. They were, uh, I mean, 5.9. Offense coordinator Norv Turner, uh, he had a lot to do with that. He understands, I mean, Christian McCaffrey was an absolute beast last year. He put up some insane numbers. Have you seen Christian McCaffrey in the offseason? Uh, no. No, his arms are like three times bigger than they were last year. I wonder if he can hold on to the football still. Oh, no, he looks amazing. <laughs> he looks incredible. You talk about a dude looking right in shorts and a T-shirt. He looks pretty good. I yeah, I think okay. I think he's he's poised to just keep being just give me the ball. Now we with Luke Keekley and in that defense, we assume defense is good. Ron Rivera, yes, kind I, of I trust guy. I trust Rivera in the defense to be solid. Uh, defense coordinator is Eric Washington. Their yards per play last year on defense twenty eighth in the league. They gave up six point oh yards per play. That will have to improve this year. Yep. They are a projected favorite in eight games. I remember the over under seven and a half. I like them at 8-8 eight and eight this year. So long as Cam stays healthy and everything, I think they're going to be fine. They also drafted uh, Will Greer yeah, uh, I, to back up Cam. And that's going to take some time. I was about to say, we're a long way from Will playing. But there's a, but yeah. And this could be the that, same that, for a lot of teams. Back in the day, there was an old coach, general manager, I'm going to use the F word real quick, that, that asked, well, well, what happens if, if like you're never getting into your backups any practice time? What happens if Peyton goes down? He's like, if Peyton goes down, and we, and we don't practice fuck. Like, there's no, there's no, if Cam goes down, look, I think Will was great in college. He might be a good pro player one day. When Cam goes down, it's it's over. Yeah, like, it's they're, tough. they're in a lot of trouble. I like this team a lot. I think they've done a lot to make Cam better, safer, not have to run so much. Um, I like this team a lot. I've got them, I've got them 10 and 6. Okay. Okay. I've got them eight and eight. You got them ten and six. I really, really think this team's going to improve. I think offensively, um uh Court and Sutton, not Court and Sutton. Hang on. Man, I I started getting into a path. 
DJ Moore is going to take a big step oh, up. Oh, yeah. Um, I think McCaffrey will be the, the guy. Well, McCaffrey's going to be the guy. I'm going to tell you what's going to help Cam. And, and I know you're going to laugh at me when I say this because in the offseason, our text messages have gone back and forth with a bunch of people. It's crazy. Cam Newton is no longer going to have to run the ball when they get into the red zone to get into the end zone. They're going to take those runs off of him because they're going to put Elijah Holyfield in the game and they're going to say, go get in the end zone because that guy is not capable of losing yards. He's, he's too big and too strong. I don't care how fast he is. He's, he's too big and too strong. And if you need three yards to get in the end zone, you're just going to hand it to him. And there's nobody in the NFL that's stopping him from getting two or three yards. I don't know that anybody on the face of this planet loves Elijah Holyfield as much as you do. Oh, there's no question that his daddy he, don't love him like I love it, him. He, they don't. He, he just don't. He didn't even get drafted. I know. It's, it's a That is a criminal offense. Nobody... <laughs> <laughs> we we watch we go to combine and we let these guys get out there in underwear. Hang on, now we're gonna take some time for a minute. We let these guys go out there in underwear and say, "How do you look?" But but when you have game film of how they actually played when they strapped it on, and you see this guy's an absolute freak. Oh, but he didn't look good in his underwear. Well, who gives a shit? You're not playing the game in your underwear. <laughs> You got to put pads on. You got to hold the football, and you got to mow people over. Kirby Smart lost a. My dog just came into the room. <laughs> to the room, heard me screaming. Sorry about this. Kirby Smart lost the game. Flat out lost the game at LSU strictly because he would not give the ball to, to Elijah Holyfield. He touched the ball eight times. He got eight yards per touch. That was against LSU. It was a little different the rest of the season. No, but- it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Every time he touched the ball, he got positive yards. Every time he touched the ball. Hold on. We're, we're, he's I'm, a complete monster. I I really like this team. Holyfield might not make the roster. If he doesn't make the roster, I'm going to be furious. It, it, and I'm going to question everything I know about watching football. Why do you – I just don't get how you love him that Look, much. Look, because I've watched I just, him play. And I watched him play at a high level. I didn't watch him play at North Dakota State and him beat up on – smaller schools. I watched him play in the SEC, and I watched him run flat over Alabama defenses and Auburn defenses and LSU defenses and Florida defenses. The entire NFL is made up of those players on defense. All right, here we go. Last year, for Georgia had 159 attempts for 1,017 yards. Seems like a lot. It was 6.4 yards per That touch. seems like a lot. He had seven touchdowns. You know why? Because Kirby Smart doesn't give him the football. Well, and then he left early. Uh, okay. But I think that was because he understood that. Kirby Smart's not going to give me the damn ball. Because he's an idiot. You think, you think he'll make the roster? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be I'm gonna be really upset if he don't make the roster. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be really upset if he don't make the roster. All right, we got two more teams we got to roll Sorry through. Sorry about that. Moving on, the New Orleans Saints. 13-3 last year, won the division. Uh, really should have been in the Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl team last year, and I almost hit the nail on the head with the Saints of the Patriots. Division champions, their odds are minus 160. Strength of schedule is 13th. So, easiest schedule in the division. Turnover margin, they were number seven last year at plus eight. Head coach Sean Payton, of course, we trust him. Offensive guru, he's the guy. Drew Brees, of course, with him. Their over-under is 10.5. To go over is plus 110. To go over. Uh... To go under is minus 130. 
On offense, total yards per play, they were number seven last year. They averaged 5.9. Their offensive coordinator, Pete Carmichael, he's been there for quite a while. Uh, it is strange hard. to me that he's never gotten a head coach in the interview. Yeah, it's a little When little the weird. league is just going offensive genius, but. I think everybody believes it's Peyton. Well, right? they don't believe that it's Sean McVay, but everybody's know, right? hiring anybody who's related to him. I just, I, I don't get like, it. Like, that logic doesn't make sense. No, it really doesn't. Go ahead. Uh, signed tight end Jared Cook and running back Latavius Murray and center Nick Easton, all of which will be playing significant minutes this year. That's right. On defense, totally orange per play, they were number 18 in the league, gave up 5.7. Defensive coordinator is Dennis Allen. They signed defensive tackle Malcolm Brown and defensive tackle Mario Edwards, both of which will be backups this coming season. They are a projected favorite in 12 games this year. Really good. I've got them at 11-5. and five. I understand that the juice on the over 10.5 is plus 110. I don't care. I'm going 11-5. and five. I like the schedule. I like the team. I think they are fired up after they felt like the NFL screwed them last year. And they did. And they did. And this year, I think this is... Now, Drew, I understand. Drew Brees, at the end of the season... Now, they just paid Michael Thomas and just exorbitant amount of money. Um, but I think that's okay. They still got Alvin Kamara. They got all these guys. Like that Ted Ginn Jr., he's a speedster, all this kind of mess. I think this team goes 11-5. and five, And I think that this is the the last hurrah. Oh, no, this is Brees. they're all in this year. Yeah. There's, I understand that his passing efficiency went down at the the second half of last season. That's, right. that's cuz the defenses they were playing Correct. got significantly I agree better. With that. But they were still playing winning football. I think they're going to do the same thing this year. I I wonder how much they'll miss Mark Ingram because he was he was the between the tackles well, guy. By, Murray is good. By all measurable stats, Latavius Murray's been better than Mark Ingram. But Every, but everybody in football that's not a Bama guy, Gary, agrees that, that this is an upgrade at backup. Okay, okay. So, I mean, we, we shall see. Alvin Kamara, we'll see what's going on. I'm you here. You can hear all the you hear my dog jangling, jangling. I apologize. <laughs> um, I've got them thirteen and three. I love this team, and I and I do think that they. So basically, if you look at what they've done salary cap wise, and, and I'm not a cap guru, I kind of read other people and they kind of tell me these things. And and I get a lot of this from Kevin Clark. That guy's a cap guy. He understands how it works. And he talks a lot about they have pretty much mortgaged the future salary wise the last two to three years, going all in on Drew Brees' last couple of years. And and I, I think that if there's a team at the trade deadline that's going to make a move to try to get that big player, whatever, I think this team is going to do everything it takes to go all in on this team. Yeah. I think they're really good. I think Sean Payton is an exceptionally good head coach. And I think they got a lot of fire from last year. I think so, too. I, I don't see them losing many games <laughs> at all. I think they're going to be one of these teams that are going to take it personally, and they're coming at the league. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, you ready for the last one? Come on. One of your favorite guys. The Tampa Bay Bucks. That could have either been sarcastic or real, depending on who you're talking about. Well, we'll, we'll go with the real one first, then we'll okay. talk about the sarcasm <laughs> next. 5-11 and 11 last year, Dirk Cutter lost his job because they could not figure things out. Uh, division championship odds, plus 1,200 this year, which means basically not going to happen. Strength of schedule, number six, toughest in the league. Their turnover margin was 31st, so second worst in the league. Uh, minus 18 was their turnover margin. 
They're over under a six and a half this year. Six and a half. Kind of crazy. Um, I think it's a lot of trust in, in this guy, who I think is one of your favorite guys, head coach Bruce Arians. He takes over the job. I was a little surprised he came out of retirement for this one. I am too, man. The juice on the over-under, by the way, which is 6.5, is minus 110 both sides, over or under. Yards per play, they were number two in the league last year. They averaged 6.3 yards per play. They were kind of boom or bust, right? They A lot of big plays, but that's going to happen when you got Mike Evans and, and Deshaun Jackson, those kind of guys. Offensive coordinator now is Byron Leftwich, who was uh, the Arizona offensive coordinator two years ago. Yeah, with with Bruce his yeah, with first Bruce. year. Yeah, getting that offseason um, job. They signed wide receiver Rashard Perryman. That's about the only offseason acquisition they did. They lost wide receiver Deshaun Jackson, so that's not going to be good. Uh, defense coordinator is Todd Bowles. They were number 31 in yards per play defense last year, they gave up 6.1 yards per that play. That will be better. Todd Bowles is a is a professional football coach. Yes, he's the former Jets head coach. They signed defensive tackle Nadamakan Sue. They signed defensive end Shaquille Barrett. They drafted linebacker Devin White from your LSU Tigers. They are a projected favorite in only three games this year. I like Bruce Arians. I think that Jameis Winston costs them games this year as he has done every year from like dating back as far as you can go this is his fifth year he it's a contract year he, they got to figure out do we want to pay him do we not etc i don't think that they decide to pay him mega money i think they're going to be better i think they are seven and nine this year i think arians finds a way to limit the mistakes but Sometimes you just can't coach turnovers no. out of people. There's nothing Arians is going to do to stop Jameis from throwing the ball to the other team. Yeah, You, you can call whatever play you want. Jameis will snap the football, and it's going to be in his hands at some point and in time. And whatever happens in his brain is going to, going to happen. Yeah. Now, Gerald McCoy losing him, I think Indomitian Sue is an upgrade from Gerald McCoy. They're both on the backside of their contract. They're only getting one-year deals, and they're going to have to prove themselves every year because of their age and the miles on them. But – I think in Dominican Sue, when he shows up to play, he he can he will wreck an offensive line, and and I think I think that I'm I, I think that's an upgrade. I think adding Devin White, I, but, but forget about my love of Devin White and my like for in Dominican Sue. Todd Bowles is the upgrade. I mean, they yes. they haven't had a defensive mind in Tampa at this level in a long time. He's a professional coach. He knows what he's doing. Him and Bruce are close. They trust one another. I think Bruce is going to leave it to him. Focus on the offense, and and I got them six and ten, seven and nine. I think you're right there. Um, they're going to be a game or two better than they were last year, just strictly with the stability of coaching. If they finished eight and eight, it really wouldn't shock me. It just wouldn't surprise me. I can't tell you where I think those games will be. Um, you know, maybe I've got the 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 Saints a little inflated, and they can win a divisional game or something like that. That that, that I don't have them winning. Um, yeah, I mean OJ Howard at tight end. I mean, well, no, OJ. the offensive skill players are. I mean, they got they got Chris, great skill. Chris Godwin. Every fantasy reporter for the last several years has been saying this guy's going to break out. This guy's going to break out. If he don't break out this year, he ain't ever breaking out. Okay, yeah. but but Mike Evans going to take all the heat, and it does not matter. He's too good of an athlete. He's going to go up and get it. Um, as long as Jameis, I don't. Makes it I don't catchable. think that they are as good as far as uh, their 
offensive yardage. I think their efficiency will well, go up. Yeah, but you can't you can't look at that stat because once again we talked about this earlier. It doesn't take into effect the turnover is not just an incompletion. Right. But an right. offensive I, yardage. I, I'm saying they're going to be better as far as their efficiency goes. I think they're going to be better at every aspect of the game that matters to winning football. Yeah. Only I don't think they're good enough to get over that well, lump at quarterback. It doesn't, it doesn't mean they're going to win all their games. It just means they're going to be better at all of those Yeah, they'll, they'll be better than their 5-11 and 11 record last year. Correct. So, all right. That's going to wrap up our AFC and NFC South previews. As always, you can find the other ones on the podcast, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, etc. You can also go back and watch the videos on YouTube. Go check those things out. You can find everything you need to over at winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you visit tunicatravel.com. Visit our buddies down in Tunica. They've got some exciting things going on. Six incredible sports books. Tunicatravel.com is the place to go for that. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com. Or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.